All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. Hey, babes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Little Juju Podcast, the 100th episode. This is the Womanist Witchy Insight Pod that dives deep into Black culture, the Black healing journey, and the ancestral spiritual systems that help get us free. This is the hashtag Black Ass Spirituality Show, and I'm your host, Juju Bay, a psychic, a hoodoo, an Orisha devotee, your Reikiana, but most importantly, a bad bitch witch. We're going to do things a little bit differently today. I wanted to celebrate just the podcast and it's a hundredth episode which I'm so happy y'all came to to watch live my patrons I love y'all um to do an interview but I'm not interviewing this time I will be interviewed and we're really just gonna kiki it's not gonna be like a formal interview you, you all know how me and LaVon are we're just gonna talk um just about this journey and hopefully answer some of y'all questions at the end so let us all welcome LaVon Bray. Yeah, my sister. Hey, boo. Hey, <laughs> hey, boo. How you doing? I'm good. I don't think I'm settled in what this means for mm. me. I don't. I definitely don't feel it. But mm. I am good. I'm good. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I am so proud of you. You and a little Juju <laughs> podcast have changed my life. And I'm so proud of you for celebrating. It would have been so easy to record something without the patrons present and yeah. just be like, oh, by the way, it's our hundredth episode. But to really pause and be like, y'all, we in the triple digits. Like we <laughs> we've been talking about black ass spirituality for one hundred years. Episode. Come on, somebody. Never would have made it. <laughs> That's a shout right there in the black church. Um, and so I want to know, beloved, when you were creating episode one, what was mm. your vision for this podcast? Episode one, my vision. I knew that. I had to start a podcast with episode one because I was on this journey where I was learning so much about black ass spirituality. I was interested in hoodoo. I was interested in Ifa and the Orisha. And I'm like, there's just so much information out there that I'm gaining and I need somewhere to process it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need somewhere to to put this out, to talk about it, to connect with other people who are feeling the same kind of energy shift in the universe really that I feel Mm -hmm. and so I don't know if I dreamt of it anything bigger than than that for the first episode it was just kind of like I know other people are feeling this I have to talk about this what I'm seeing for the future with black people in our spirituality and our ancestors and so it really was just a documentation journey uh, for myself and to imagine what it has grown into that was not even (laughs) <laughs> at least at the beginning I ain't, I ain't gonna say I manifested this it just happened mm. it just happened <laughs> it's giving alignment and we love to see yes. it and definitely the beautiful part of this is it reminds me of the work of hip-hop womanist scholar Ebony Janice Moore mm-hmm. who is a premier archivist and these are archives digital archives that Spirit willing, child, <laughs> our ancestors, our, our descendants will be able to tap in and be like, what was Juju Bay talking about during the pandemic? Like mm-hmm. In 2020. Oh, oh, what she oh, say? What was she talking about over there <laughs> on that podcast? You know what I'm saying? Right. And so right. the connection between the ancestors giving you this nudge, right, to do this work, how does that make you feel to know that your descendants are going to be a part of this ancestral work as well. Ooh, you know, I think about my descendants a lot. Mm. I ain't got not nary one child, but I think <laughs> about like my great-grandchildren a lot, my great-great-grandchildren. And, you know, some of them may be like, I don't care about none of that. Yeah, my great-grandma used to be a witch child. I don't know what <laughs> she had going on. But I know that some of them are going to be interested. Some of them are going to have a calling over their life that may be similar to mine. And I just want to make sure that they know about what was happening in this time and know about the work that I've done and know that I've had an interview with my great aunt so that they can see even beyond who I am, 
But the elders that I have spoken to on the podcast, my friends and loves and spiritual spiritualists like you, they'll know about how we connected with each other. They'll know about this live podcast and there were groups of people and there were Patreons and there was there was just black ass spirituality <laughs> everywhere. Um, so I it feels so good to know that I'm. I've offered something tangible for them. And I also want to say that I keep my podcast episodes also on a hard drive. So I don't even trust that Mm. they don't just live like on Spotify or on SoundCloud, but I keep my episodes as well. Cause if that internet shit went away, my podcast could go away. So to the podcasters out there, you know, keep your things. So just in case something happens to wherever you are streaming from, you have that archive for yourself. Um, that's tangible. So, oh, yeah. child, that is tea because my stuff is in the cloud and in, in the cloud, in the cumulus, in the waning, waxing moon, child. Get you a hard drive, baby girl. <laughs> it's the hard drive for me. <laughs> Get you a hard drive. Um, I love that you are talking about making your work tangible hmm. because, you know, as spiritualists, you can be very woo woo all the time. Yes. And the church elder said, don't be so heavenly bound that you're no earthly good. So that you're no earthly good. <laughs> so in the day-to-day, what is a typical day like in the life of Juju Bay? It's it's real regular. Like it's very, it's it's very regular. You know, I wake up and I grab my phone sometimes, you know, and scroll. And if I don't do that, I'm like up, you know, I freshen up a shower whatever I go to my altar though first um not first first like after I brush my teeth first I try to go to my altar and I pour libation for my ancestors uh every day mm-hmm. if I don't do it in the morning at some point in the day they get in some water and I am flicking it on the ground so I do that you know I call their names I pray for my day I set an intention for my day I pull a card I've started to pull cards every day for myself again. Mm-hmm. So I may pull a card, be like, hey, ancestors, what y'all want me to know today? What's an important message that you have? What should I keep on my heart and spirit to allow me to have the best day I can? So I'll do that. And then, you know, I'm off to the races. Like I might go to the gym. I might get on the laptop. I mean, a lot of this work, even though it is spiritual work, I do my spiritual stuff, but I'll be on a computer. <laughs> like it's a lot oh. of posting, writing, uh, Instagramming, even TikToking, like these are things people do for enjoyment, but things that I also do to connect, to promote myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> know about the work to promote this. So it's a lot of actually being online, which I would I don't love. And I'm I'm thinking through of ways to have a different kind of experience every day. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's praying and on a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And the two mm. come together. They I do. Re- I remember when we were in Atlanta and we were sitting at the bar at this restaurant in Emmett Park Mm -hmm. and the bartender took our phones out of our hands and was like, get off your phones, you know, enjoy each other. And we were like, Mm -hmm. sir, we make money on our phones. Right. Hello. (laughs) You cutting the checks? You, you could, I mean, this is how we get your tip, you know? I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) I really forgot about that. But that's really important because, um, our beloved uh, community member, Ihime, was tweeting mm-hmm. one day that spiritualists are struggling because of capitalism, right? And the ancient lands of our four people, mm-hmm. spiritualists had housing, food, shelter, clothing, you know, resources, access to land, like they yeah. were well taken care of. But now we got to put a dollar amount on these same things. So mm-hmm. how do you balance your spiritual work under, understanding that capitalism is not sustainable, right? But it's here for right. now. Right. So how do you uh, dance with spiritualism and capitalism? I remember when I first started to offer readings and do public spiritual work that I had someone tell me you know, how dare you? And this was like someone I considered a friend. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, how dare you put a price on your work, on spiritual work? Like, isn't that against something? Like, that seems wrong. And in some ways, it first of all, it's not wrong. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. start there. 
I think what people are trying to get to though is this idea that like this 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 work is a, a gift that has been bestowed upon people to do healing and it it doesn't come with a cost it doesn't come with a price tag because it is it's so much greater than a coin or a dollar amount mm-hmm. however and like you said we live in a world where we have to exchange things for other things right so sure i mean if you want to barter your spiritual work i know plenty of people that do that Ooh. i've done that before mm-hmm. and i think that can be an option and also like i have to eat like you know and also eat well. we have to eat well, right well and like have a place to live and mm-hmm. to be sustained and so I don't think that my gift, I don't put a price tag on my gift. I put a price tag on my time. Mm. Like my time costs. Mm-hmm. My gift is free. Like even just in interactions with people, when you share certain things with people, when you speak over somebody's life, mm-hmm. you don't ask people for money for that. Or you when right. you're on Instagram preaching and talking. But my time, you know, so I don't have no problem putting a <laughs> dollar amount on my time. Right. It's part of my day. That is something I could be doing. Something else I could be doing. Correct. And so, yeah, it's, it. I, I found the balance because I think of, th- of it through paying for my time. And it's not just the time that you're taking out of your schedule that day to serve, right, this community member. It's the time that you spent at yeah. your altar. It's the time you spent in therapy. It's the time you spent leaving a doctoral program that was not healthy for your spirit. Like mm-hmm. all of that time equates to a currency of wisdom yeah. and knowledge and expertise and leadership. And that too is what people are investing in right. when they become your patron, when they book a reading, when they buy your book. Uh- <laughs> right so as you are dreaming about a little juju podcast 100 episodes wow also Anne, you've explored so much on the podcast that clearly alj pod is a hub also Mm. Anne, what is your vision for the podcast and beyond You know, the podcast ain't gonna live forever. Okay, you know, this is not a this is not a forever thing. I think I don't want to put a time limit on it, but I feel like I'm at the in the middle of the race when it comes to the mm. podcast. I'm on the or I'm in the middle of the journey. Like I didn't just start, and I'm not at the I ain't about the end tomorrow. I know y'all don't be tweeting her talking about little juju podcast is over. That's not <laughs> it ain't about to end tomorrow, but I'm in the solid middle. <laughs> I got a little bit more to go. So I just want to continue to be real, have amazing guests, inquire, ask questions that other people are thinking about, grow, you know, change my mind and talk about that on the show. And to continue to increase the the archive, the to hold this this kind of work mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm down for the ride you know I don't have a specific place that I need for the podcast to go like I'm just, just like when I started I was just down for the ride and I've gotten here mm-hmm. I'm just down for the ride to see where else it may move I hope that I, I do hope to do more live shows I definitely see the podcast growing and maybe going on tour or something Ooh. like I think that's a new energy that I would like to put towards it because um it's a lot it's it's a lot it's been a lot to hold mm-hmm. and it's been a joy to hold but it's just it, it gets heavy sometimes and I gotta put it down <laughs> so I know that's right I think some new energy would be good for me so maybe some form of traveling or just other ways that the podcast can express itself outside of the traditional route Well, I'm all for tour and for anyone (laughs) else who was in that amazing theater in Baltimore for the live experience of a little Mm Juju podcast uh, in honor of your 30th birthday. Yes. (laughs) Um, How was that live experience for you? The live show was great. I just 
didn't even know what to expect. I didn't even anticipate that my first live show would have been at that time. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do live shows probably in like two years. Like I never mm-hmm. thought that it would be at that time and that I would be ready to do that. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. It was, I feel really blessed because I was able to put on a show in a beautiful space in my hometown, Um a part of a residency program through Shan. Shout out to Shan. Hey. And it's just like it was it was it was great. I I I surprise myself all the time. <laughs> you know, I mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh wait, you did a live show, girl. Like, wait a minute. And so did. I think it, I surprised myself in a good way. In a good way. And did you did a whole live show? Okay, it was gorgeous. You looked gorgeous. Thank you. And the people want a tour. The people want retreats. I've heard both of these before. Shout out in the chat. I see y'all talking about that. <laughs> okay. And so, you know, and listen, I know one thing about you, Juju. The spiritual work, as we call it in like the literal sense, like mm-hmm. the healing, the praying, the divining is going to happen. But the Juju is going to happen too. The Juju retreat is going to be about get your lashes. Get your fits. <laughs> we going shopping. We going to eat. We going to throw ass. And that's what we need as Black folks. Honestly, truly. Yeah. That's why I think folks were so hyped for Beyonce's Renaissance album. And so thank you, right, for letting us know that you're halfway through the race, okay? Because mm-hmm. it feels like you're hand-holding us like Beyonce. Like she's giving us these acts and she's saying, y'all <laughs> prepare for my retirement. Unlike Rihanna, who just was like, I'm going to have a baby, okay? I'm going to make makeup, Deuces. I'm out. So thank you for beyonce us <laughs> and not Rihanna-ing us. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce is an usher. She's <laughs> ushering. <laughs> <laughs> that's Beyonce the that's the pastor in you that's the <laughs> okay that's the pastor in you coming out I'm so here for that um and so as you're thinking about this next season of the show mm-hmm. I'm sure reflecting on where you've come already uh could be coming up for you not I'm sure let me not speak for you I feel like being at 100 episodes means that you are thinking about a whole body of work now Reflecting on your full body of work, what have been some of your favorite episodes of the podcast? Oh, and notice I said episodes and not episode because I don't want to do that to you. I would say episode one is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of people's favorite because it's just so organic. It's <laughs> real homegrown. It's real natural. It's police sirens and a snowball mic and vibes. <laughs> There's no outline. It's just vibes. Ancestors first period. Ancestors first period. Yes. Yeah, so I that is definitely one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, God, that's such a, it's actually a really hard question. Because outside of my, I think I will say I do like my episodes where I tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all of the folklore episodes when I talk about Anansi mm-hmm. and when I've talked about even more recently Mama Jlo. Mm. Ooh, that um, one. I was like, oh God. I know that was that one was a lot. <laughs> but I got it. And I really love all my interviews. I, I personally love interviewing people. I love my guests. Mm. I love hearing other opinions and sides and thoughts. So I can't I, I can't even choose like a particular episode. Do it's, you have one? Oh, that's you t- turning the tables, child. No, no, you know, I'm an interviewer. Child. Oh, my <laughs> favorite episode. I, I can't think of one. So I'm just going to go probably chronologically. Um, Maisha's episode, mm-hmm. Dana Lynn Knuckles episode, mm-hmm. uh, the Conjure Cleaners episode. Uh, Conjure Cleaner. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like Ooh, I'm... what is his name oh it's not the Contra Cleaner it's um Dean oh Ethereal Dean Ethereal mm-hmm. Dean yes my mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. my apologies mm-hmm. Ethereal Dean I know who you are beloved um <laughs> niggas die different I actually quote that episode in my oh, book oh yes 
I quote that episode. I mean, our episodes, duh. <laughs> of course, our episodes, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a legend. Dr. Craig Doobie on point and Mama Rue. Yeah. I love when you have the elder yes. historian studied. Also, Aunt Myrtle. This is the Aunt Are you Myrtle about to say Aunt Myrtle? Account. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Aunt Myrtle stand account. Yes, Aunt Myrtle. Yes, that's an amazing episode. Probably, yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. Aunt Myrtle be giving it to the people. So I think those are some of my favorites. I will say that your recent episodes in collaboration with Domino Sound have felt very grounded to me. Like it feels Mm. like you are confident, you Mm. are present. You've been getting funnier. You've been cracking more jokes. You've been singing more. Really? I I feel like, I feel like I'm like, she's being goofy. She's being herself. I love it. Interesting. Yeah. So what has shifted for you? What does it feel like? in this space. That is amazing feedback. I love to hear feedback about the new season and what people notice because I, as the person don't be seeing it (laughs) because it's not, because I'm not a consumer of it or a listener of it. Mm -hmm. I'm the one talking, but I will say that I'd recognize that I have grown so much in my spiritual journey. And I think even just the things I talked about at the beginning of the show are somewhat different. And I think I was just in a different place in my life where I was trying to figure out a lot. Mm-hmm. I was I was in a job that I quit. I That was very public on the podcast. So I'm quitting my job. Mm-hmm. I talked about, you know, not really understanding certain concepts that I get now and feeling insecure around my relationship with my ancestors. Mm-hmm. You know, I had an episode where I talked about not really fucking with them and taking mm. my altar down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've just, people have also just witnessed me getting older. and yeah. <laughs> Like being more short, like I'm 30. I started the podcast when I was 20, oops, 27, 26. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just, I have different ideas and different things I'm doing and yeah, I think I just am getting older. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely are because you already have that Nana forearm lean. Y'all know when y'all grandmother is in the kitchen and she cleaning greens or washing dishes, how she be leaned over on the sink with her forearm. That Juju be doing that already. LaVon's (laughs) called me out about that in person. Like, why are you leaning like a grandma? No, honestly, <laughs> since this podcast, people started calling me auntie and no one ever called me auntie before that unless you were like my niece <laughs> or something. <laughs> and I'm like, why are y'all calling me auntie or like mama? But I'm like, okay, I guess I'm like holding that space for some people. And I recognize people who listen to me are also in high school. Like some people are really mm. young. So I'm like, why are y'all calling me mama Juju and auntie Juju? But I'm like, okay, because I am to some people. That is That's been wild. <laughs> That has been so wild. Yeah, I I guess to some people, but it's like you're 30. It's auntie age. For who? Yes, big cousin. Okay, I'm I'm here. I get cousin too, but people call me auntie, (laughs) but they're also in high school and like beginning college. So that's hilarious. (laughs) I know. What's bringing you joy these days? Hmm. Being around people in a way that I haven't been around people since the beginning of the pandemic, and it's still not the same, but Mm. I've had more social interactions and have been in like larger groups than before, which has been really healing for me because I am a people person. I don't know why I so much thought that I wasn't, but I really am. I enjoy being around people and connecting with people, so... Um, that has been bringing me joy. My partner brings me a lot of joy. (laughs) Um, I think also just a lot of opportunities being presented to me that I just didn't imagine for myself. Just, Mm. just being in awe again of my own life. Like I'm constantly in awe. And I think it's just because I get offered to do things and really cool opportunities and, just blessings. And I'm like, me? <laughs> so exciting. 
So yeah, I have some things that are moving and shaking and that I'm excited about. So yeah, just the possibility is what's been making me really excited. Yes, it's all thrilling and you deserve mm-hmm. it all. Something mm-hmm. else that's thrilling is that your Trinidadian heritage has been recently confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find out that this actually was a thing? <laughs> that's so funny. So I have some episodes where I was in Trinidad where I was recording because I did take my mic to Carnival mm-hmm. 2019. And while I was there, a lot of my spirits kept telling me, like, you have Journey family, like, you're home, you're home. And I'm like, y'all, who is from Trinidad? Like, the only people I know from Trinidad are the people that I'm staying with, which is my family, but this is family that my family has married into. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just y'all, like, we still all family, Trinity to the bone. I'm like, okay, hey, that's what's <laughs> up, but I'm not Caribbean to my knowledge. But I started to take it on and, like, you know, I'll be waving a flag. Period. But more recently, my father just was like we were talking about our family lineage and how he wants to do more research on his father my my paternal grandfather mm-hmm. who is deceased and he's like yeah because you know granddaddy um family from trinidad i'm like what <laughs> he like yeah his father was born in trinidad i was like what he's like yeah and they came over to alabama um from there and i'm like so i that I was, my spirits were like. All that time. All that time. Also, why am I just fit? Why was that just dropped? Like it was just, oh yeah, you ain't know that? Why would I know? <laughs> Nobody had an accent. Nobody was given that. Because I only knew my grandfather who was born in Alabama. <laughs> so he just a regular Negro to me. Y'all was <laughs> having while. no family reunions in Trinidad. No, I, I think it's deeply disconnected. Oh, wow. I don't think, I think it's deeply disconnected. He's like, yeah, and our last name is like, it's really popular in the Caribbean. I was like, what? Colonizers. So no, there's no, <laughs> been no family reunion. We also, but we really are disconnected from my grandfather's family. We don't know much about the Alabama mm. side. I don't know much about any of that besides they from Obalaka. Alabama. So if you're from Opalaka, <laughs> maybe you know some grants. Hit me up. I found other cousins that way. I was about to say, low key, Manning. What was your what's your ancestor's name? The street that's named after him? Edward, Edgar. Oh, Moses. Mo- there um, you go. <laughs> I can't even think right now. Dingle. Yes! The Dingles. Dingle, the the Dingles. Dingles. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Dingles. <laughs> <laughs> if you were go, we probably can, child. That is so funny to me. I love that. I love that these connections are being made for you yeah. and around you because as you are on your journey, the people who are attached to you, and I mean this selfishly, um, are also being healed and helped along on the journey as well. Like, do you remember when we were in Manning and I was doing research about Barbados and Gullah Geechee and I just like burst out crying. Yes, bawling. <laughs> all I could do was turn my laptop to her. It was like this Barbados Gullah Geechee Conference Summit yep. that had happened. I was like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Who else but ancestors? It, it, uh, yeah, I just have to say that too. Like, I get asked all the time, like, oh, I don't know if I'm connecting. I don't think my ancestors hear me. I don't think I'm doing it right. And I just am like, just keep doing it. Like, just Mm. keep, open yourself up to the possibilities. I had no idea I had Trinidadian roots. It took me till 30 to, I guess, be ready or be in the place or to be in alignment, to have that conversation with my father, to get that information. Mm. It didn't happen in one day. Like, this journey is long. It is consistent. Mm. It's lifelong. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you don't hear your ancestors today, doesn't mean you won't hear them in five minutes or in five months or five days, five years. Just continue to be open to all of the things that are uncovered because it's a lot to uncover. We're not going to get mm. it in in a second, a day. Sometimes we don't even be ready for the information that comes because it's so deep or it's so heavy or it's so mind-blowing. So just continue... Just continue, like dot, dot, dot. That's mm. just, just continue. 
That's good. And I would add on. Hey, Bays, we interrupt this program to let you all know about a very important podcast that is dropping January 30th that I think you all will love. It is for black women and for those who love us. We flesh. And in this here space, black women be. This limited six-part series is hosted by Lisa Anderson of the Sojourner Truth Leadership Circle and artist Amakayla Gaston, and they explore the fullness of Black women's humanities with topics ranging from creation to managing a major business. We Flesh includes amazing interviews such as former Black Panther Party leader Erica Huggins to business leader and coach Susan Callender. New episodes are released every single Monday, so subscribe to We Flesh in whatever place you get your podcast now back to the show so that that if you're the person that has pen and pad and you're interviewing your relatives and you're like okay go as far back as you can remember give me everything that you know like that's cool Maybe Mm -hmm. you are estranged from your biological family. Maybe Mm -hmm. you have been adopted into another family system. There are Mm -hmm. so many variables at play here, but what remains constant and steady are your ancestors, biological, spiritual, social, and otherwise. Because just like we play cousins, you got ancestors that ain't biologically related to you that claim you (laughs) as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So just just keep going keep going keep going dot 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 i remember (laughs) we went thrifting and we took the clothes home to put them in the washing machine and you was like just put some florida water in there and i was like okay how much you was like i don't know however much your spirit tell you (laughs) one of my favorite (laughs) things about you juju is you encourage people to trust their spirit I could be like, oh, this is what this reading said. And like, child, what you felt was right. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah. Do you have that same confidence in your gift, your discernment, your intuition? I definitely think I offer that grace and confidence building in others more than I extend it to myself. And that's something that I'm working on. And I'm doing better. I think I just, I take my, particularly my readings, like I take them so seriously Mm. that even when I do have something come to me really clear, I will like divine extra hard to make Mm -hmm. and confirm and confirm it to make sure and like get all the details before I even say anything out of my mouth. So when I could, and my, sometimes my spirits be like, if you don't put them dang things down and say what you know, and I'm just like, mm. but I just want to make sure I'm shaking it up. I just want to make sure it's right. <laughs> so I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I appreciate that about myself because I care. Like I care about other folks not, I care about other people trusting their gift. Yeah. And I also care about my work. Yes. So I want to readings and stuff that's it's not light it's very serious and you can say things that change the course of people's lives oh absolutely um and i take that i take that very seriously but yeah i always want to i never want to create a space where people are reliant on me Mm. for 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 anything or to create some type of power structure where i'm all knowing i tell people my readings all the time if it don't feel right don't take that like is that that right i'm like is that right how do you feel about that right because i will check i can be wrong and if you it's not settling in your spirit Mm -hmm. maybe i was off about something or maybe it'll come up later Mm-hmm. trust you you have more access to your ancestors than me mm. i know i'm the medium but they're your people mm. they, they're gonna talk to you better than they could ever talk to me i'm gonna try to help be an interpreter but you're gonna feel them better than i yeah i say beloved i say <laughs> i love that you're the medium but those are your people and mm-hmm. i had a, a hunch that you were going to say that you are um, offering that grace to other people, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe not as expansively to yourself. But I think a lot of us do that. We're able to just give so much to other people. And Mm -hmm. so I want to take a couple moments at the end of this interview just to affirm you, to let you know that we see you, we love you, we honor you. We are so grateful for your work. And yes, your ministry 
and you're fun because you're throwing ass just like you're pulling cars, just like your <laughs> podcast, just like your book in the future. Like it's a part of you and you didn't have to do it, but you did it. That's the churchy part coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you for thank answering you. the call. Thank you to your ancestors and your spirit guides. We give thanks to Oludumare and Obatala. We give thanks to Yeye Oshun. We give thanks to every keeper of your head, every deity, every spirit guide, every ain't, every, Come every. On now. Amen. Call the roll, honey. So con- Thank you. <laughs> congratulations on 100 Thank episodes. You. And um, I'm excited to see where you go from here. I know it's only up. Oh, it's only up. And it's that. Ah, I sweat up. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday's price is not today's price, price. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Lamar. you're I worthy love you. i love you more all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju a little juju a little juju hey y'all hey juju i just want to say i absolutely love a little juju podcast when i first started my spiritual journey in 2018 I was scared. I had no clue what to do. And episode one definitely changed my life as well as others around me who came to me looking for advice after they started their journeys. Um, Juju has been a guiding light and a pioneer in the new up and coming um, black spiritual community. And we cannot thank her enough for that. Her and the podcast has been just so life-changing, so informative. I've learned so much from her and the podcast, and I'm so glad that she's as successful as she is in receiving all the flowers that she is because she definitely deserves it. We love you, Juju. Congratulations on episode 100. Girl, I've been here since episode one. I first started listening to the podcast while backpacking through Ethiopia, and it was such a beautiful way to sort of engage with spiritually what I was feeling at the time, which was a deep connection to being back home in, you know, in the motherland of Africa, the continent. And I was so drawn by what you were saying that I knew as soon as I came back to United States. I had to put up my altar. I had to start doing ancestral veneration. I had to. And I've been doing it since then, since 2019. And it's changed my life. I feel so much more connected to myself. So so much more connected to my ancestry. And the blessings, the abundance, the protection I've been feeling and I've felt. I feel so cared for, so loved, so held. I just want to say thank you for this podcast. Thank you for helping to educate me and millions of other people with your words, with your beauty, with your wit, and with your humor. Thank you. So I started listening to a little juju podcast around the same time I started my hoodoo journey, which was about three or four years ago. And it has been a tremendous help. Um, Like I didn't have anybody in my family to turn to. For help, And so I'm so glad that Juju has this podcast to help people, especially like me, who need guidance and who need support. I always take away something from her episodes, definitely started lighting a candle for my damn self <laughs> and, you know, just being more present in my practice, being more intentional in my practice and also having fun. It's not supposed to be so uptight all the time, you know, just having fun and it's letting it flow. And so just want to say thank you for having this platform and for having this space, curating this space for Black people to come back to our practices, our Indigenous practices. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you much, and I hope that you have so much more continued success. Love you. Bye. Hey, Juju. Hey, my girl. I'm so excited to be able to give you your flowers regarding this podcast because it's literally been the light at the end of the tunnel for me when I was entering into that shadow phase, when I was phasing out of the whole love and light, positive vibes only shit, and I began to go through that self-actualization because my entire identity that was based on trauma or the circumstances around me, all of that was torn down. So I had all of these questions about who am I? You know, where did I come from? Who are the people 
carrying spirits with them like me because I know they have to exist somewhere. And the answer to that question didn't come in the form of a person or a phone call. The answer came in the form of your podcast. It literally was dropped into my, my lap. And I know spirit did that for a, a reason because it answered that question for me and so much more. This podcast literally held my hand and walked me into my spiritual journey and it's helped me connect with myself and learn things about myself that I could have never imagined. You are such a godsend and such a blessing to so many people. You would have no idea. And I hope that what you give the world, you're getting it back tenfold because you truly deserve them all. Some of my favorite moments is now my diviner. Her, her spirit just really touched me. But we love little Juju over here, Mo. I'm wishing you all the love and blessings, my girl. Hello, hello. Happy 100th episode, Juju. I don't even know. I don't have the words to say how proud I am of you. You feel like an older cousin to me. In fact, I know we say in this life, absolutely nothing is a coincidence. One of my most favorite older cousins that definitely grew and guided me, her name is Juliet. We called her Juju. So it is so wonderful to have uh, someone going behind and before me and all of us, all your listeners, uh, in the way that you do, we all appreciate your words, your power, your kindness, um, the, the, the velvet love in which you create space for all of us to learn and grow and teaching and learning is a vulnerable process. So I just want to personally thank you for being so vulnerable with us over the course of your podcast life. Uh, I owe a lot of libations to you personally or someone that made me want to create a little space for myself on the internet. And I just, I owe so many of my blooms to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy hundred episode. Hey, it's Texas Isaiah. I wanted to wish you a happy 100 episode. That is such a major accomplishment. I thank you for your wisdom and your capaciousness. And I know that I'm not the only one who feels this way, but it's truly changed my life. Um, and so I thank you for your labor and as somebody who has known you for some time, um, it's so beautiful to see the things that you've spoken of come to light. I love when people walk into their power. I love when people do the things that they love because, you know, what this world gives. And so it truly, truly makes me happy to not only see you do your thing, but to see people support you because you deserve it. Um, and so, yes, congratulations. I can't wait for the 200 episode. Um, you know, I'm kind of putting this out here. I can't wait for the magazine spreads that I'm going to be photographing. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm forever, forever, forever proud of you. And I always have your back. Um, congratulations again. Much love. Hi, Juju. I just wanted to say that your podcast has been so helpful in me identifying and being able to have the language to say what I've always been feeling about my spirituality and about my upbringing and about my connection to my ancestors. It's allowed me to step fully into my power and move more in alignment with my highest good as it involves my ancestors. And it has helped me be active in healing the things that my family needs healing. So I thank you for all your work and for all your knowledge and I wouldn't be where I am without the information you have shared. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Juju Bay. Thank you so much for this podcast and happy 100 episodes. I could speak forever about this, but what I will say is that I saw my first dead person when I was very young and I spent most of my life kind of believing the lies that uh, that meant that I was crazy or the connections and the things that I felt and that I was seeing, you know, I felt so isolated and it wasn't until I found your podcast that, you know, I learned that this is a thing and that people have these connections and have these abilities and that that makes me even more beautiful than I already am. It doesn't make me odd or weird or it doesn't mean that I should be alienated. And if anything, these gifts really do help us connect even more to our ancestry and really who we are. So I want to thank you for this podcast. It is such a gift. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A little juju podcast. 
for your very first episode, Ancestors, period. My name is Avery, and that episode gave me the courage to build my first ancestor altar despite my environment, and I am grateful that episode carried me into the next episode that carried me into the next and here we are to the hundredth episode and I'm grateful to have been on this journey. I'm grateful for the people that I have been able to meet throughout this uh, podcast and and I mean from the book club to reading myself to feel uh, I was able to meet my uh, tarot gatekeeper. So thank you, Juju, for being obedient and doing this podcast. Uh, when I listen to your podcast, I am able to uh, do it with my children. And we uh, all have a good time to, all you need is a little Juju. All you need is a little Juju. So thank you, girl. Keep doing you, boo. May you be blessed. So big, big shout out to my newest patrons, <laughs> my newest patrons. Shout out to Adesua. I hope I'm saying your name right. Shout out to Adesua. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. Shout out to Kadeen Brown, Marie Mendy. And that is all for our patrons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing the energy of abundance with me as you are sharing with me. I'm sharing it right back to you tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. May you have the blessings of prosperity. May you have the blessings of abundance and the resources to do whatever your you have been called here to do that is in alignment with your destiny. Amen. I shake from my mouth to God's ears. Okay. If you would like to get a shout out, of course, and join us over in the family, you can join Patreon. See what's tea. We got a lot of interesting things going on over there. My patrons get exclusive content, but also they're the first to know when my readings open and all the good stuff. We got stuff with Dr. Craig up there, numerology, car readings. So tap on into the Patreon community and get your little shout out. I also want to say before we close out that myself and LaVon are doing an event in LA. So shout out to my Los Angeles Juju Bays. We will be there on October 2nd, 2022 at the Salt Eaters Bookstore. Shout out to Asha. That's my cousin. That's my cousin bookstore, whatever, my play cousin. So we will be at Salt Eaters. So if you are in LA or you are close and you can hop in a whizzy up and come on down, I would love to see you all for our spirit chat. The link to that will be in the show notes of course thank you all so so much again for tuning in every week of a little juju podcast remember to keep the conversation going hashtag a little juju podcast or alj pod on social media and you can always follow me at a little juju podcast and at it's juju bay at c-s-j-u-j-u-b-a-e on instagram if you'd like to bring me to your school or your organization to speak, teach, do a workshop about hashtag black ass spirituality and ancestral systems and religions, you can always reach out to me via email at juju at itsjujubae.com and we can start the journey together. I'm so grateful for a hundred episodes and I said earlier in the episode, I'm about to take a break. That is true. However, I am, I'm really, I'm just so thankful that you all have been on this journey with me, that we've been able to discuss black ass spirituality and do all of this shit together for 100 episodes. I really just can't believe it. I'm excited for you. We're still in this together. Thank you for all of your kind words, emails, insights, papers, research articles that you have included me in or sent to me so that I can continue to gain knowledge. And just here's to more. Here's to more life. Here's to continued study. And here's to 
Here's to continuing this ancestral journey and doing this work and making our lineage proud and uplifting our lineage. I wish that for you. I wish that for me. I wish that for all who <laughs> love me and care for me. So I thank you so, so much. And I will see y'all next season. Bye. Our producers are Kenya Denise and Alexandra De Palma. A Little Juju is produced by Domino Sound. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. A little juju. A little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Camfer no say. And I'll never give a play. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing I just stay at the crossroads, pray I just pour a little honey from my bay To make them stay Cause I hate when bay leaves But I manifest a little with my bay leaves I'm my ancestors, baby So I give them everything that they gave me, yeah So I can't be stopped Manifested everything, give me props I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the top My spirit's surrounded so I'll never drop, drop a little juju is my baby A little juju got me out of something crazy A little herb, a little root, and then I'm wavy And it's amazing how it saved me I felt the magic was inside, I knew the whole time I got the mojo in my titties, got the whole nine I got some candles in the back for when it's go time, go time So do nothing without intention I thought I should mention, this ain't new invention My juju's for freedom, if yours not, I question No setbacks, just lessons, a class is in session Now people are calling us back to tradition The spirit is saying that we got a mission So I'm gearing up when they call, I'ma listen Don't get in my way, I got pots in the kitchen All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is all you need All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju A little juju, a little juju My spirits always keep me in the loop So before you lie, I hope you tell the truth Cause I can't speak on what they may decide to do Protected in my truths I'm grounded in my roots and my roots now Non-believers think this is a flu But there's something about you made me see the proof I know you thirsty cause you fainted for my juice But you got it too, you got it too, yes you do And all you need is a little juju I got libations and calories that owe me tutu Intention is power and that's the hoodoo That's the voodoo, that's the true you, that's the true you your intention is power and that's the hoodoo that's the voodoo that's the true you that's the true you and all you need is a little juju